Hello, party people! This is the Just Ideas Podcast. My name's Andy. I'm with Andy, and these are Just Ideas. In today's episode, we continue along in the game of life. You've heard about the prize, you've heard about the rules. Now we'll discuss the people. Support for this podcast comes from Box Drop in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Box Drop Stilly is OSU student-owned and operated, offering still-in-the-plastic mattresses at an incredible price. Savings are 40 to 70% off what they would retail. The savings continue during the spring semester for Oklahoma State students and faculty who get $50 off. So go check out Box Drop Stilly on Google and Facebook today. One day, McIntyre Jr. pops into the living room and he goes, Hey, Dad, I'm in my finance class and we're supposed to pick out some investments. What what stocks should I pick? And McIntyre kind of shrugs and goes, Well, I don't really know. All my money is in mutual funds. McIntyre Jr. sits on it and he thinks, I think I'm going to go with GameStop. McIntyre goes, mm, Let me call Uncle Tim. He's a financial advisor. What stock do you think McIntyre Jr. should buy? How the hell should I know? I got to call somebody too. <laughs> yeah, you got to call your right. uncle. Yeah, I got to call. I got to call some. I got people to call for stocks. Okay, right? okay. One of my good friends is a financial planner, whatever they call stockbrokers now. Sure. Right. So this uh, in this podcast, we're on this big theme until people, you know, tell us to to get back to whatever the world of wacky. But we're in this playing the game thing. Yes, the game. And of life. to reset in case you're going out of order, playing the game is the idea that life is a game, and that if you approach it as a game. Right. You will have more fun, see things that you wouldn't see otherwise, be more deliberate and be more likely to win. And as we explained in previous podcasts, win means get what you want. Right. Whatever it is. So we let off with the prize and then right. we moved into the last episode, which are the rules of the game, which yep. we, we mentioned that it's it's all gray. There's rules. We kind of got to figure it out a little bit. So we've got the prize, which is what you want it. The rules, which we don't know, but we're trying to figure it out. And now we're teeing up something else today. People. People. So the so our McIntyre story set up. Do you have people you can call and people in your life? that can help you. So in our podcast too, I told you a bench, basically, if your life sucks, you suck. There's no <laughs> offensive line, right? But here we are in part two, there is an offensive line and the offensive line is your friends, your network. And what a lot of people recognize as a board of directors okay. and the board of directors are like your mentors. Oh, and a lot of times I'm sure as a young person, not less than 35 old people have told you, you need a mentor. <laughs> oh, I'm, not? Hey, I'm about to graduate from Spears School of Business. I, I can't I can't pass the halls without hearing mentor, 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 yeah, mentor, mentor, mentor. And every once in a while, a student comes up to me and says, hey, will you be my mentor? <laughs> and then what do I want to say? Uh, what do you want me to mentor you on? You know, that's not what I say. I always act like I have I'm hard of hearing and I move <laughs> on. Right. Because because here's the answer. Like, I don't know if I want to be your mentor because I don't know you yet. Sure. Right. And the board of directors forms organically and the people on your board of directors may not know they are on your board of directors. Okay. So when you have a relationship with, in this case for young Macintosh, if you have a relationship with someone who is 
you know, in the investment business and, you know, has at least some stock tips to discuss with you why they may or may not be good. So you have something to go back to finance class. You know, that person can be on your board of directors. And what it means is they are a continuing friend of yours that you can consult with on a category of topics. That's going to be invaluable. You know, I mean, that's what for a long time, our parents are our two people on our board of directors, you know, speaking as a young person, you know, about to enter the real adult world, you know, that they, they're your car technician person. They're your, you know, they recommend furniture. I mean, things you just don't know, you don't know. So I guess that idea permeates and we got to expand our board of directors so that we're constantly, uh, constantly in the position to have advice available to us. And we got to be ready to take it. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, in parents have varying degrees of expertise. Sure. Right. So some some parents have an expertise in one area, but, you know, there's like no parent who's an expert in every area. So we could all bolster it. Of course. By, you know, making friends who have these expertise areas in other places. So if you think about it, right, that our the premise is we're playing the game. And in in the the punchline is the better person you are, the better friends you'll have. So your board of directors are going to want something back from you. Right. If, if, if you're a young person, you need to be fun to go to lunch with. <laughs> right. So I, I was listening to a book today and uh, it said, here are the most the three most important things in descending order. So it's going to go from the third most important to the second most important. Is that what descending order means? You know, you, I was trying to think through it as you were talking. I was like, is that even the right word? But so we'll I roll thought I'd it. better explain it. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. The third most important thing is first, and then the first most important thing is last. Yes. Here comes hear three. You ready? I'm ready. Have some ta- have some talent. Okay. Third. Sure. Two, know the right people. Okay. I kind of would expect that to be number one, so I'm, I'm excited. What's number one? Be fun to be around. That's number one? Yeah. Okay, just so people want to be around you, you know, and enjoy your People want to be around you. Like, why would I want to be your mentor if you're not fun to be around? What's the answer? You're not going to be nobody's mentor. So it doesn't (laughs) do you any good to know somebody if they don't want to hang around with you. No, of course. And I guess that makes sense. People skills, right? That's what you preach. And I think it was Coco Chanel who said (laughs) that. Seriously, Coco Chanel, I think that was her thing. Oh, all right. So in any event... Um, why, why do we have to need, you know, why do we have to know chemistry? We don't, no. you, you take a class on chemistry, you got natural science, get in college. Do you have any class on how to be fun to be around? Your class is the closest. Write it down. Another, <laughs> I, so we've got two college classes so far. We've got how not to be fooled yep. and how to be fun to be around. Okay, I like it. You take one as a junior in high school, take the other one as a senior in high school, maybe. Yeah, so this is this is playing the game people, and what's going to be better than being fun to be around? It's pretty right? good. The board of directors is the mentors and the smart people who can help you play the game. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, if I can take someone to lunch, show them a good time, then they're going to be more inclined to offer me for, you know, McIntyre's case to offer me financial advice or to, you know, help me with my car if that's what it is. Right. So I just have to make sure that I am relational to these people. Yeah. So in, in podcast two about the game, we, uh, poor, uh, 
Michael Jack Jr. was trying to figure out if he's going to wear his tie to the community bank interview. That's right. I happen to have a friend who's a CFO of a community bank. I could call him and ask, is he supposed to wear a tie or not? There you go. So you get the rules to the game from the people in the game, right? So it's one thing to speculate. It's one thing to look on the internet. It is another thing to call up the guy who essentially is in the position of the interviewer who will tell you what the expectation is in the industry. So your play, your, this people is about who is in your world to help you play the game. You've got your board of directors and then you've got your friends. Okay, so what's the difference? So a board of directors, you must be relational and be friends to some degree with them. Otherwise, they wouldn't want to be your board of directors. So what's the differentiator between board of directors and friends? Well, I think when you're young, you have a lot of, you know, for lack of a better, let's just call it friends. Okay. And you, you hang out with your friends and you play basketball with your friends and you go drinking with your friends. Sure. And, you know, they come over to the house, you go over to their house, you help each other move whatever you young people do. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then when you get older and I, and I still have some friends that I hang out and I help them move. Right. But as you get older, you start getting these friends where like there's people who say, I am a very good friend of Andy Urich's. When's the last time you saw him? Oh, it's been about two years now, <laughs> but you know, we go to lunch usually a couple times a year. I'm going to have to call him because we haven't gone to lunch in two years, but we usually go twice a year. Right. Right. So People think they're my good friend. And they go to lunch with me twice a year. So your mentors, as we're defining it, your board of directors might be those people you could call. You say hi to them when you cross them in social circumstances. You may set up a couple lunches a year, but they're not your hangout kind of friends. Okay, I got you. So there's a little difference in their role. Right. So as you, you, you know, as a young person, you might have only hangout friends. Right. And and a lot of, for lack of a better word, grownups might have only network friends, which is going to be a third category. Okay. Okay. Because not everybody is sort of great enough to be a board of directors mentor type. Yeah. A lot of them are equals, which is your business network. And those are just people, you know, people you talk to, people you call for, then you still call for advice. It's just, you know, the kind of the board of directors are the people that have so much wisdom. You feel lucky to know them and you're probably not on an equal status with them. Right. You can't sub them out of the game. You know, you gotta, you gotta keep them in. And we're going to call network relationships, acquaintances, professional friends, people you see regularly on a somewhat equal, a somewhat equal base. Then your friends are your hangout people. Gotcha. I like that. There's kind of tears to it all, but it's all interconnected, maybe. Right. So here's the thing. If you had friends in high school, did you, you had friends in high school? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, you, you, yes. still, you, you still hang around with them? Amazingly, yes, I do. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Because you are supposed to grow up and get better friends. <laughs> hey, you've met my friends. You've met my guys. So are those those knuckleheads are your friends from high school? That's right. Now I understand why so many of our podcasts have been lost. <laughs> <laughs> These are high school friends. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, and I'm just kidding. Dan and Daniel are charming. Yes, and and nice. I and I miss when they're not there because they add add a festival environment to our podcast taping. They certainly not, do. Not to mention better acoustics. <laughs> but um, in any event, um, for certainly there were some friends from high school who you used to be maybe pretty close with, but now you're not. Absolutely, that's also yeah. true. And it's because you've grown. You've either grown apart or you've grown up. Yeah. And what you find is some of your best hangout friends 
because you changed, if you met them today, not only wouldn't you be their friend, but you wouldn't even like them. <laughs> Yet terrible? You, you may continue to let them hang around. Okay, yeah. So, hmm. Because they were your friend. Sure. Okay, sure. So they used to be my friend, so I let them hang around, but really there's not too much activity going on there. Whether, you know, they're not filling any role, I guess you could say. Well, they might be filling a role. We're getting to that, right? Okay. So I like to look at friendship as a bank account. It's kind of stolen from the seven habits of highly effective people. Okay. But you have a bank account with everybody. And, you know, your best friends in high school, they're going to have so many deposits at your bank. <laughs> they can over they, they can run the account down to zero yeah. but because what you've been through with together because you've known them for so long it's like you know it's like marriage for old people would you pick that person today hell no then why are you staying together well we've been through so much sure, right and there's sure. a genuine attraction there i'm not i'm not belittling it i mean there's a general a genuine attraction Yes. It's hard for me as an old man. I keep going out on these failed dates that people like to hear about. Yeah. Right. But, you know, the reason it's so hard is like I'm old now and we haven't been through. What have you been through? Well, we we went to the Indian restaurant like that's what <laughs> no, we didn't raise kids. We didn't have horrible vacations. We didn't, you know, get get our power out for a week and a half. We just went to dinner. That's all oh. we've been through together. So you run through these things with your friends in high school. You've got this account. They can run the account an account is a withdrawal. Yeah. They can, you know, say things, they can, you know, be inappropriate, they can embarrass you. You run it down to zero, then hey, it's your friend, extend them a little credit. You know? <laughs> and as long as they don't go to Vegas and go on a big losing streak, they can stay your friends your whole life, even though you never would have picked them by Absolutely. the time you got, you know. So here's why it can be a bad thing. Okay. A lot of people say you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That's exactly how many friends I have. Five. Well, fr the friends that are from high school that yeah. I'm still with, there's five of them. Yeah, and you gotta and you gotta ask yourself, how are they doing at the game? <laughs> you don't have to tell us because your friends might listen to this podcast. Yeah, right? I'll keep that on. But wrap. you gotta ask yourself, how are they doing? Because if you're looking around at the five people you spend the most time with, and these guys, you know, because the most popular people in high school always end up losing the game <laughs> they've peaked way too early sure sure what's the phenomenon to that i guess they stick with those popular people and then they don't ever grow up or apart from it and so they just stay at the same level is that the idea it's like being starskin hutch once you're <laughs> starskin hutch how are you going to get a better gig than that your career is over yeah like, you're nothing done. is going to be as good as so so you are the number one football player in your high school, and she's the number one cheerleader. You, you can't top that, <laughs> right? I mean, you're not going to be the top. You're not going to be the, the the valedictorian of your college, and you're not going to, you know, be the partner of the accounting firm. You're going to, you know, you get a minivan, you get some kids, you work the dairy boy, you get divorced. It's over. That's that's the that's the pinnacle of your success there in high school. So you can think about whether your friends are pulling you up or pulling you back. And you can tell how well you're doing at the game by how well your friends are doing, because, gotcha. you know, there's a million exceptions, but generally people who are doing very well at the game don't want to spend a lot of time with people who are losing the game. Sure. Yeah. It, it, there's just, you know, a disconnect. And of course there would be right. I mean, some people want, you know, to keep moving, keep moving forward, growing. Uh, and then other people are content to just, you know, hang back or hang around, you know? 
Yeah. And if you're, if you're the smartest one and you're, you know, helping all your friends and you're educating them and keeping them responsible, they're dragging you down. Yeah. Board of directors they're, 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 they're on they're a failing company. Any good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So the third category was was the network relationships, right? And this is something that you can always build. And the question is, if I want if I want an offensive line and I want a whole network of people who help me, yeah, right. And I remember when I was a little kid, um, I hated applying for jobs. In the old days, you'd have to, like go in the grocery store, ask to see the manager, ask him if he had a job. There were no applications, I don't think. You just like front it up and hoped they would hire you. And I hated it. And I and I told my father, when when I'm a dad, I'm going to be able to get my kids jobs. Because, like, nice. you know, in my view, he should have known people he could have called and bada boom, bada bing, I got a job. I see, I so, see. So, yeah, and, you know, to be clear, I'm sure my kids are going to do this to me, right? But what kids do is, you know, a lot. you, you take the great things from your parents and then you bitch about the, the the areas where they you know they let you down, as it were. Of course, naturally. And every so. parent is going to have the areas they kill and the areas they let down, right? That makes so sense. I got being funny from my dad, and I got to make a lot of money on that. So to be clear, I'm not complaining, right? No. But he couldn't get me a job to save his life. <laughs> he he. When it came to friends, he had the um. God, I'm getting. I'm missing my. Uh, the Curb Your Enthusiasm guy. What's his name? Larry David. Yeah, Larry David. That's how my dad was. Oh, like really? Every, every neighbor was an enemy. Oh, my gosh. He called. We lived on a cul-de-sac. And and the neighbors, uh, the neighbors were T-shirt, green pants, Christmas tree, and Grossmobile. Grossmobile. <laughs> That's what he called him. Grossmobile gotcha. had a Cadillac, which was a crime against nature for my father because you're a show-off, so you got a Grossmobile. Gotcha. T-shirt wore his undershirt out of the house, another crime by my dad. <laughs> green pants wore green pants, which I have to agree with my dad is a crime against nature. <laughs> and then Christmas tree used to have all the lights shooting up at his house, wasting electricity during the energy crisis, so that was a crime too. Absolutely. So my father went through life you know, just agitating at every person he interacted with. So he was in no danger of helping me get a job. <laughs> so I digress yes. to create the network here. And we, and we may, you know, it's an idea you have to run with, but the idea in the game is to get a good network. You want to be the person that people want to know. Absolutely. And you're graduating and you're going out there. And what you can think about is what attributes do I have to have so that people want to know me? And they okay. want to keep my phone number. They want to go with lunch to me. So what do you have to offer people? It's a, it's a good part of playing the game. If you have something to offer, you don't have to bother people. Yeah. You don't have to follow people. People will want to know you. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think that's more agreeable than just saying, what do I have to do to get people to like me? Because that is really, you know, you can stay authentic to yourself, but also keep in the back of your mind what, you know, value can I add to relationships is really what that means. You know, why would people want to know me? And that honestly gives you the opportunity to flex, you know, your good qualities for people and be your authentic self, highlighting the parts that people will want to know about you. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this before, but did I tell you we had a gig for a company and there were three of us and we were facilitating a retreat? I don't recall. No. So it was about, it was corporate strategy and it was the top 12 people from a company and we were hired to uh, facilitate strategy. And there were three professors and we were going to do it as a team. And one of them was a strategy professor who was going to do the substance <laughs> of the thing of how to get a strategy. Sure. The second one, we called him Flip Chart Freddy. 
because somebody <laughs> has to stand as the facilitator. Someone has to stand in front of everybody with the flip chart yeah. and, you know, write down what everybody says, because that seems like it's something, right? Totally. And then my contribution was to make sure that breaks and meals were fun. Oh, okay. And I got one third role. of them. I got one third of the money. Wow. And, and had nothing to do with flip charts or strategy. Don't know a damn thing about strategy, right? <laughs> so I would think about what can we do that's interesting in lunch. So what I would do is try to think of a topic that everybody was interested in, and then everybody would have their opinion on it, right? Yeah. So for example, it's, it's, it, it's, it's executives at a company. So they're all, you know, they've all got older kids or kids in college. Okay. So my question was for dinner is, if parents are paying for college, should they be able to pick the kid's college? Interesting. That's a good topic. It's an interesting question. Absolutely. You're going to have, you know, and, and, you know and, and then you go around the world, you know, you control the conversation. You make sure every single person gets to lob in and you let the debate flow. But, you, you know, you bring things to the conversation to make sure that it's fun because knowing you is an experience. Gotcha. And if you're playing the game, you're aware that knowing you is experience and you focus on other people. If you are just being you, you don't give a damn about other people and you talk about what you want to talk about. You do what you want to do and you don't get that. that boy, every person who's blocking for you, you didn't have to block that person yourself. Yeah. No, I think it, requ it requires a certain level of honesty, both with yourself and with others. I mean, you can't just blindly accept something like this, a, an idea and go with it unless you just like allow it to sit with you. If that makes sense, you know, you have yeah, to and it's not it. sucking up. No. It's being genuine and it's just being nice to people, right? right? Like I am going to try to be, you are going to try to be helpful. So people know that you can help them. So they come and seek you out. Absolutely. I mean, that sounds like a game winning formula and you can, you can, that honesty that I'm talking about is to say, I know there's qualities about me that not everyone will want to either know or experience. And so I can hold those down for now and flex, you know, to go back to my earlier word, flex the ones that they do want to experience and want to know. And that takes a certain intuition. Yeah, those are the, that, that's my story on on people. I like it. Well, I love this game of life. I'm really having a good time. I hope everyone else is. But I think we'll sign off on this one. And for Just Ideas, my name's Andy. And that was Andy. <laughs>